0: Welcome to the Kent Online podcast on Friday, July the 17th. Our top story today, two men have been jailed for their role in the death of a man found stabbed in Medway. 39-year-old Peter Beale's body was discovered near Rochester Bridge in September 2018. Billy Dole, who's 30 and from Corister Close in Who, admitted murder. He's been given life and will serve a minimum of 21 years. 23-year-old Levi Webb from Scholars Rise in Strood pleaded guilty Guilty to manslaughter and has been locked up for ten years and nine months. The victim's family reacted to the sentences outside court. On behalf of my family, um, we are very grateful for the sentencing nice. of Billy Doe. We feel that Levi got away with murder um, and he has to serve five years. Um but we're just glad it's over. It's been a long time coming, and we're grateful to the police. They have been amazing. Um, Be them. We can just try and everyone. breathe. But we are happy with the sentencing, and we're just very grateful to everyone. Um, knife crime is so passionate to me now that so many people's lives are being taken, innocent lives, all sorts of lives by life crime. It needs to stop. Young children are not scared no more because they're just getting away with murder. Meanwhile, a man's been found guilty of murdering another man after stabbing him with a broken bottle at a flat in Margate. Richard McCauley tried to claim he couldn't remember what happened at the property in Sandhurst Place last October. The 23-year-old from North Down Road in Cliftonville is due to be sentenced next week. Kent Online News. It's emerged today two-thirds of elderly patients weren't tested for COVID-19 before being discharged from hospital into care homes in England. And investigations found 4,000 people weren't checked between March and April at the height of the pandemic. Joyce Pinfield from the Medway-based National Care Association says the government's policy was wrong.
2: There was such a big push from the hospitals to make more space for people In fact, we were even told that moving people from hospital into appropriate settings such as care homes would indeed save thousands of lives.
0: Everyone does now need to be screened before leaving hospital. Police say a 24-year-old woman who died on the A21 near Tunbridge fell from a bridge while trying to get help after the car she was in caught alight. The road was closed for more than 12 hours following her death in the early hours of yesterday. A 31-year-old man from London who was arrested has now been released without charge. A Chinese restaurant in Canterbury could be forced to close after illegal workers were found there on multiple occasions. Immigration officials have issued several fines to Café de China in St George's Place. They've now applied for the city council to review the business licence. DJs are apparently making three times what they normally would by performing at illegal raves in parts of Kent. We've spoken to one who says the extra money is because unlicensed since music events are cheaper to run. Police have had to break up several gatherings in places like Laysdown, Vigo Village and Rhodes Minnis over the last few months. There are concerns children in Kent could end up becoming the forgotten victims of the pandemic. A leading children's charity says it's seen a surge in the number of young people seeking counselling. Nationally, they've run 22,000 sessions since the start of lockdown. That's 15% more than average. Helen Westerman is head of local campaigns at the NSPCC. Schools really are the eyes and ears of our community in relation to to keeping children safe. And with schools largely having been shut or very few children able to access schools, we know that for some children that has left them really vulnerable. So for some children, home isn't that safe space? New figures show crime in Kent has gone down, but still remains higher than elsewhere in the southeast. There were just over 190,500 offences recorded excluding fraud in the year to March. That's compared to almost 200,000 in the previous 12 months. A leisure centre in Ashford is going to shut for a year, while it undergoes a £6.5 million refurb. Plans for the Stour Centre were approved by councillors last night, despite 1,500 people signing a petition against the closure. 115 jobs will be cut while the work's done. Now, just days after the decision was announced, a legal battle's been launched to try and stop Manston Airport reopening as a cargo hub. Campaigners have set up a crowdfunder and raised more than £28,000 to pay to apply for a judicial review. If it's accepted, the government's decision to allow the site to reopen near Ramsgate will be challenged in court. A Kent Mosque is reopening for Friday prayers for the first time since being forced to close in March due to lockdown. The building on Canterbury Street in Gillingham would normally accommodate hundreds of people, but coronavirus restrictions mean places of worship can only allow a maximum of 30. Well, those wanting to go have to sign up beforehand and strict safety measures have been put in place. Azim Nader is from the Kent Muslim Welfare Association.
1: It's good that we can reopen. Um, It's obviously a shame that we can't reopen to everybody uh, and that we're having to make uh, lots of restrictions. But yeah, it's good to be able to open again and to to provide a place of worship, particularly on a Friday, um, for the Muslim community. So we felt that we should be as cautious as possible. We've restricted the prayers just to the um, to, to to the main obligatory prayers, and we've shortened the prayer times. We've restricted the numbers certainly, so we keep our social distancing. So um, and only using the main prayer hall. So under normal circumstances, we could have over you know well over two hundred to three hundred people in the mosque. We're going to have thirty people in the mosque at at, at maximum at any one time. Um, toilets and ablution facilities will not be in use people will have to bring their own um, prayer mats and um, bags for their shoes and their own masks and uh, their own PPE basically uh, and there will be rigorous cleaning um, between any any prayer time so, um, and, and there is a screening method over 65s um, we are not allowing under 16s we are not allowing anybody with a Uh, cardiovascular or heart condition, anybody with a respiratory or a lung or chest problem, anybody with type 1 or type 2 diabetes, uh, we're not uh, allowing into the Anybody who has been infectious within the last 14 days or anybody living with anybody who has been infectious uh, within the last 14 days and obviously anybody showing signs and symptoms, um, temperatures, coughs, altered taste sensation, stomach problems, uh, etc. And we are checking people's temperatures as they come to the mosque. There is a sort of pre-registration system. It can't just be like, you know, 100 people turn up for 30 spaces. It's not a bun fight, so to speak. uh, We have to pre-register people and there's a sort of queuing, orderly queuing facility. So we try to control the process um, as much as we possibly can. Uh, and then it's in for the prayers, not too much uh, uh, delays or or certainly no lingering about and out leaving in an orderly fashion. We have a restricted um, telephone registration system where people can ring up and and, and sort of book a a slot, so to speak. And then um, if there are too much demand then we will book people in for the next Friday if they want to come and those people that have come this Friday may not get a slot so you just sort of it's a bit like rationing things out in in reality you just have to ration it out and hope that you're being fair to everybody in the process.
0: Luxury homes worth more than a million pounds each are being let out to guests for the first time this weekend. The Whitstable Oyster Company is launching the Warehouse Cottages, which is part of the Sea Street development. That was controversially approved amid calls for it to remain as public open space. We're being asked what we think of plans to close the busiest family court in Kent and turn it into more than 80 homes. The owner of Anchorage House in Chatham is looking to redevelop. the site. If proposals go ahead, Maidstone Court will get a £12 million extension so cases can be heard there instead. And finally today, the first crop of climate change resilient blackcurrants grown to go into Ribena have been harvested at a farm in Kent. Newhouse Farm in Canterbury grows the variety which has been bred to cope with warmer winters. Traditionally, blackcurrant bushes need a chill in the winter to bear good fruit in the summer. Farmer, John Hinchliffe is pleased with how it's turned out.
2: It's behaved exactly as we all thought. So bearing in mind that the, 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 the variety was bred many years ago, they would have started off with just a few plants and then years go by so people like me can plant a whole field of it. Um, and we did have a mild winter um, and it doesn't need so much of a of a cold winter now. So it's behaved absolutely perfectly. We've just harvested a great crop um, the black currant juice is, is, is great for Ribena um, So it's good from the Ribena point of view and it's also good from my point of view because if, if we have another mild winter I know that it will the crops will be good um,
0: Well, so. what's it like for you supplying Ribena with those berries? I mean, they're, they're really really famous, aren't they? We've all seen the adverts on the telly the Ribena berries and obviously you're going to a store and you'll see it on the shelves You must feel very proud
2: I think, I think very proud of a good word because very often farmers grow potatoes, they grow wheat and they're never really quite sure where, where all their products are going to end up and it could end up in another country, it could end up overseas, whatever, whereas when you go into a petrol station and sometimes you're just standing behind somebody who's just bought the bottle of wine, you do feel like tapping them on the shoulder and saying, there's only 30 of us in the country that grow this, it could be one of mine. Um, So it's great as a farmer to actually see your product go all the way through to to the consumer, Um, and we know exactly where where the product ends up, um, squashed into a little bottle.
0: That's it for today. But you can also now subscribe to the IM News app to access all KM Group newspapers. Just head to iliffmediasubs.co.uk.
1: News you can trust. This is the Kent Online podcast.